welcome back to Love is the Author. My name is Jamie. Did you steal my intro? <laughs> Uh, hi, I'm Darren. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it didn't feel real until that moment. Oh, shit. Is that how it would generally introduce a podcast where someone would say their name? Wouldn't you like, don't you give me like a little bit of a, hey. Yeah, no, normally. With... Normally. But this is like an MC themed. No. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, uh, the last guest called himself a Misty Cine on air. No shit. Yeah. Okay. He's like, I'm just, I, I'm Misty Cine. I'm yeah. Misty Cine. Okay, yeah. good. I'll send him the check now. Yeah. <laughs> it's great to have you. Good to be here. Really good um, looking at you. I'm at your house. Yep. In your house. Yep. You so, want to, should we talk about every item in the, in here? Do you we'll want to? You want to break the ice that way? That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah. It's, I asked Darren to be on this last week. I, known that we were both at the moment he was going through something and and I was like well I want to provide a place for him to talk and I want to get the awkwardness of these mics in front of us again yeah and it's hang out the and- only way we see each other <laughs> it's still the only way <laughs> um yeah and by the way yesterday uh, was my son's birthday and that was really cool of you like he genuinely feels like when Delu is singing that, that there's like a celebrity or something. Oh, really? Like he was like, oh, oh my God. And he, he told Sia, he's like, Delu's on. And uh, yeah. Sweet. It good, was, good. Yeah. Delu's always ready to throw a happy birthday out. Is Tiger's last name Carpenter? Yeah. Is his name TLC? Yeah. What the fuck? How's that never come up? Because I was just in my mind, HBD TLC. Like, holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. No. Still that's... peeling the layers of this onion back. <laughs> yeah. He was going to be Tiger. Uh, Costello. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, because I was really a lot more into Elvis Costello at that time. Yeah. But, yeah, the Lennon thing. John won won out. Yep, he did, like in every other way. How have you been? Generally? Generally. Well, yeah, I think so. I mean, I've uh, I've been taking uh, my health as a priority because I don't have anything to do uh, throughout the day that (laughs) I'll just... uh, I mean, it's an obsession. It's a... It's weird to try and differentiate what is healthy and what is unhealthy yeah. when you obsess over something. Mm-hmm. And I think that um, I'm verging. It's it's kind of right in the middle of unhealthy and unhealthy. Um, so I've I've been working with this program, which I'll I'll be happy to give a free plug because mm-hmm. I did it on Instagram and people ripped me apart. But <laughs> why not? It's called Noom, and I heard it advertised on many podcasts. And most things that I've brought into my life have come from podcast advertising because I don't yeah. watch television and I don't, you know, read magazines. So how else are you going to get advertised to? Yeah. So I take my Athletic Greens every morning. Oh yeah. And uh, I do Noom, which is a, there's there's a um, there's some some people that feel like it's uh, it's bad, and mm-hmm. some people feel it's good. Yeah. Um, and so what it does is just, for me, it just brought a lot of awareness around what I consume, how much I consume throughout the day, whether I'm consuming consciously or unconsciously. Yeah. And then just setting the goal of getting exercise, getting enough exercise. And yeah. so with that, in the mornings, I go to the gym. Um, it sound, When I say it, it sounds like ridiculous, but I go for two hours because I work out for an hour, and then I do an hour on the elliptical, which an hour on the elliptical allows me to, this morning I watched Uncut Gems for an hour. Oh, wow. Which gets an extra amount of sweat going. That's the perfect the way to watch that movie. <laughs> and the hour <laughs> fucking flew by. Oh, it was perfect. Like insane. So, so yeah, that's been what my days are consisting of in the mornings, and then the rest of the day is like, okay, just still kind of piecemealing things to do, but I don't feel... 
I feel like an ease that I think comes from uh, getting the kind of physicalness, the, the, the alleviation of being physical out of the way. And then mm. kind of the days are still just like whatever, kind of figuring out what it is that my days actually are, mm-hmm. which, you know, well, the last times we spoke was like in kind of a crisis of yeah. like existentialism. And now it's just like, this is what life is. I think life really is just moments is just like celebratory singular moments of like, Oh, that was really nice. And that was kind of dull and that was exciting. And just really that's life, just the culmination of it. I really, I've come to the conclusion that there is no point singular point mm-hmm. that it is just moments. Mm-hmm. And I help, um, this, uh, company that helped, uh, publish my little book life is right now called intelligent change. They, the, the, re, the way that they got started was with the five minute journal mm-hmm. and it's about the same size, the little journal. And I ordered one and I've been doing it for five days and it's, it's what it sounds like to not even, it doesn't even really take five minutes and you just list three gratitudes at the end of the night or when you wake up in the morning, you do three gratitudes, um, three things that would make today great and one affirmation. And then at the end of the night, you write three things you were grateful for and, um, uh, uh one thing you learned. That's amazing. Are so you just like, you're in keeping my up with that? Yeah. Yeah. I've been wow. doing it for five days now when I wake up and I go to bed, I've also been putting my phone downstairs mm-hmm. at the end of the night, go upstairs, read, uh, do the journal and then go to sleep and not like just the phone in the face, like literally the last thing I'm looking at before I go to sleep, like that had to stop. That just really yeah. was too much. And and now I'm at the point where like at night last night I was like, my mind is still like firing with like, Oh yeah, you should get like a hook for the back of your closet. We'll grab your phone and order it on Amazon right now. <laughs> like, and I go, no, okay. If I remember it tomorrow, I remember it. And just these things that the phone provides this yeah. ability to do a million things. Did you remember it? I didn't just remember it right now. And if I remember it after the show, then we'll get the fucking hook. (laughs) Who cares? It's not a big deal. Um, Just that. Yeah. Just that cutting those, um, trying to cut out the little, the little unconscious little things. How how do you, what do you think? See, because it's amazing to me that you're journaling. I mean, like, it's it's not anything that I would picture you doing because of the mental hurdle of, from the thought of doing it to actually Mm -hmm. enacting it yeah you know like all the stuff that gets in the way and what what historically has gotten in the way from you wanting to do something like that in the past what is it about i mean it it seems like when i think about i go well i'm just i i suggested all the time these writing assignments which i've done Mm -hmm. but the daily thing i've never really done. well certainly uh to the credit of this of the way that it's set up it's Mm -hmm so much more approachable than looking at a giant blank piece of paper, which I tried many times in start, fits and starts of like free writing where you're like, you know, with a, the artist way, Julia Cameron, she's yeah. like, that's kind of, I think she might've kind of got that into the zeitgeist of like doing it for whatever three pages. And that's, that's kind of monumental. And that's actually like almost akin to when I started meditation was like, Oh my God, I have to like sit with this for a pr- prescribed amount of time yeah. like and be in my mind for this long and like kind of suffer through this 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 focus of of what I'm feeling and going through and get it all out and I think it's so important I think that that writing is a hugely monumental way for people to get through work through things I think Definitely. it's incredible yep but for me like just that the hurdle like you said it's a lot it's a lot of work and also yeah. like i was my employee at the at the studio i had to write him a note the other day and it wasn't like a long note it was just something about like whatever cardboard boxes and i'm like spelling things wrong and i'm like god my handwriting and i, I just realized i just don't write anymore like mm. it's never it's you know i was talking to charlie yeah. recently and i was like yeah so i was writing something recently and I, i'm, I'm <laughs> miming my thumbs tap <laughs> tapping like that's how you write yeah and so yeah. just the idea of this this five minute journal it's literally like you know these prompts are already there it's like 
you know, six sentences, boom, boom, boom. And then just within that, there's a, there's the, the built-in feeling of accomplishment. I accomplished the page. Mm-hmm. And then for me, with what, what this is doing is in the morning when you wake up and you're writing these things, it feels so lame, like talking about the like benefit of journaling. Oh, like, I, I always, this. these things that I'm like discovering like <laughs> 25 years late, but that, that then I've like, okay, I've, you know, it, the intention setting of like, um, what, what would make today great? And mm-hmm. I said, today would be great if I get a good amount of physical activity, um, and be free, whatever it was. Some, I don't know. Obviously it didn't work. So I didn't <laughs> retain, but just a general wellness around mind and, yeah. and body. Yeah. And then you kind of have that to focus on, or you have that to look back to and go like, okay, you're kind of falling away from that. Remember what you said. And so it's a level of accountability, holding yourself to the goodness that you want in life. I think yeah. this is, I think it's what's great about you getting in touch with this at this point in your life is that most of the time the people who are prescribing daily journaling, it seems like it's almost like an unattainable thing that they've just been doing forever. Mm -hmm. Almost like meeting somebody when you begin meditation. It's like, how do I go from here to there? Right. Right. And all the mental chatter that keeps you out of that. But in your case, the fact that you're finding it later in life and that you've had a lot of that, the stuff that would keep you out of it and the kind of poo-pooing of, you know, well, what good is that going to do? Oh, yeah, a lot of, of poo-pooing. Right? <laughs> <laughs> right? So you now having this experience and seeing the benefit might actually, especially now that it's been recorded, might help people push past those barriers or, or relate to that more. Well, than, I always, I feel like what we've kind of discovered in in all of our conversations is that I'm this kind of way of showing everybody that everything's possible right like that that right. someone who has poo-pooed and his like and viana laughs about it as as well just like yeah i've kind of been suggesting this and i'm uh-huh. like i'm i'm the person who needs to get to it himself yes like definitely you know anyone that definitely. tells me it i'll you know i have to be the one who at least in my mind obviously like that that i've arrived at it myself even though someone's been telling me and even with like meditation Viana was just like you know i've been suggesting it for a decade and i'm right. like yeah but i i needed to get to yeah. it. i needed to get to it and so yeah that does feel like that's just who I am. The only way that it's sustainable is if you're engaged in it and you're initiating it. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't have imagined having been, uh, I don't know why this example came up, but like being on parole or being, being subjected to the rule of authority and says, you you need to do this. And I think there's a level of like petulance or uh, petulance and independence that are kind of together of like, I want to, yeah, I want it to be organic. Like I want to feel like it was my idea. Definitely. Yeah. And we we also left you at a place where your father just passed, mm-hmm. and I'd asked you recently about what it was what it's been like, and yeah. you used some example um, of walking by the fridge and seeing the picture. Mm-hmm. And where where can you tell people who might be who care about you? Yeah, and, right. You know, right. You know, and want to know how you're doing around. That. Yeah, I mean, it's been uh, it's it's been, I think there hasn't been a lot of, uh, kind of reminders of it. It's, it's still really surreal. Like it's still really surreal. And I think because there was so much separation between us physically and kind of emotionally that, that I think had, you know, I still lived in the town and saw him every day that, that, that kind of absence would be obviously a lot more prevalent, Mm -hmm. but I think that it's just anytime I think of him, I go, Oh yeah, he's not, he's not around anymore. And so, um, I have his, my mom gave me his wedding ring when he was here and it's, mm. it's on my, my dining room table and it sat there and you see it. And I, you know, I was holding it the other day. And I mean, I remember 
you know, he always had that ring on. Obviously, he was married for forty eight years. I when the last time we did the podcast, I said forty three, which mm-hmm. was an, ex, an insane amount of time. And yeah. that tack on five more years is even <laughs> yeah, more. Insane. It is. It feels almost unbelievable. He had that, and he had a gold necklace, which now I've now I've been a, I'm a person who wears a gold necklace now. Mm. And, and so there's these little kind of physical reminders of him. Was that um, intentional, by the way? It wasn't. No, right. neither was the mustache. Right. Which you know, it's like I'm becoming him. Right. And, you know, I think probably at the age that I'm at now is probably around the time that he started to kind of formulate, you know, as men do, you mm-hmm. like, this is who I'm going to kind of be right. like locked in. Like Seinfeld has some joke about it of like men of a certain age, like it's the clothes they're going to wear for the rest of their yeah. life and the music <laughs> they listen to and like, for sure. And, and I, <laughs> I finally understand that of just like, yeah, I think this is kind of who I am. And so to, to become that and, and to actively resist or to go kind of like, you know, in a different direction. Like my mom just texted me a couple of days ago and she sent me a photo of a bar stool at the bar that my dad used to frequent and they put a plaque on it. Wow. Devoted to him, dedicated to him. And it said, uh, in memory of Dennis Patrick McGee, may the wind always be at your back. Wow. Uh, which I think might be a sailing reference because yeah. he was like a big sailor. Right. Oh, he was a sailor. He was, yeah. And the, the necklace that he wore was gold, and it had a little tor- uh, little turquoise sail- sailboat on it, uh-huh. which my mom wears now. Um, so it was the, the the gold necklace and the ring were always kind of like a constant in, mm-hmm. that I always remembered uh, of him. Hmm. And when my mom sent the picture, I I I, I didn't feel like I. I I felt a way about it. And then I showed Vianna and I was like, do you feel something? And I was just like, no, I don't really feel anything. And I was, I was like, no, I do feel more than I thought about this. And I, I feel sad about it. I feel, um, that it, it, it highlights to me the, the legacy mm-hmm. quote unquote, that he's going to be remembered for, right. which, um, that, to me, it's not it's it's not something that I would have been proud of. Had it, it represents I, some of the distance. It represents a lot. It represents yeah. the yes, exactly. I mean, it represents that he had a place that he went to that was away from us. That was that he was recognized for in an establishment that I think I well I hold a certain amount of judgment around because of the pain that it brought me of yeah. the, uh, the alcoholism and the, and the, 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 um, the, the identification with alcohol, yeah. I mean, could not be any more like clear cut right there. And yeah. to me, it's like my mom sent it in a way that I'm assuming, you know, she saw it as a beautiful memorial mm-hmm. and they have like a photo of them probably somewhere in the bar that was like sat on the bar stool when the photo was taken, but that they've memorialized him yeah. in some way that there's some memory, there's some living memory of him. And I get that from my mom's perspective. For and sure. From my perspective, it, it hurts me. Yeah. It makes yeah. me feel like sad and 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 a level of anger of of oh, yeah. I mean, I guess that it that again it, it motivates me to 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 achieve something more more than that. Yeah. I want a bench. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Do you have a in this analogy, do you have a stool in your life somewhere? Like, I mean, is there a thing where you go to that is your kind of get away from everything else? Mm-hmm. My my thought would be that it would be your your ayahuasca journeys. Yeah, so I think that I think that mine isn't a isn't a uh, um doesn't have a physical representation. Uh-huh. I think that I've I've leaned into being uh, and not to say that I'm like uh, on attachment. You know, all the kind of like the things that I uh, don't necessarily like 
identify with in, yeah. in, in like the kind of the Buddhist principles, but then end up like if somebody had to like do a checklist of like, yeah, you might kind of be a Buddhist with uh-huh. these ways that you do. For sure. I, I don't attach to, to, to physical things all that much, or especially places have been so kind of like vagabond and, and this kind of like living this kind of ephemeral life of like, doesn't really settle anywhere. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know. I mean, I, I, what I want to, what I would, what I kind of have been setting out to strive towards is having that place is uh-huh. having that property somewhere that has a tree that I sit under, whatever, you know, whatever it ends yeah. up being. But as of right now, no, you couldn't put a plaque on anything that I would feel like that's, right. that's Darren. That's what we think of when we pass by. Yeah. That's who we think of. Yeah. There was yeah. something you just did that was that it reminded me of what you said earlier. God, here I am again, right back to the mystical cynical. <laughs> do I do this to you here? Yeah. Well, just, I think you're, you're, you, you get really in depth when I ask you something, mm. you know, and you'll explore it and I'll think of so many different things. It'll be like, Oh, ask him about that. Uh-huh. Ask him about that. You know, you um, not taking notes maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Oh yeah. Maybe even journal. <laughs> um, your, uh, Growing your mustache uh-huh. and your <laughs> chain wearing, uh-huh. like your father's influence over you. Uh-huh. It's not something that he could have himself said like, hey, grow a mustache or hey, wear a chain. Be like me. Yeah. It's something that you had to find your own way with. Right. And step into very much like meditation, all these other things yeah. that have been suggested in the past. Yeah. Like your father's suggestion of influence. Yeah. Hasn't, uh, you haven't taken that. But you've kind of, in a weird way, just kind of slipped into it. And I know, and I, and I would, and I would like argue. I would say, well, I would, uh, I would resist um, accepting that there was any influence from of him. Of course, and obviously, we can't say exactly how you know that that there was. But somebody had pointed out. Um, uh, it was like a, few, it was a while past when I had posted about my dad and I posted the photo of him and he was on a boat and he's got his, you know, mustache and full glory and sunglasses. And I think within that photo, probably more than most, you could look at it and say there's some similarity largely yeah. because of the mustache you know, and, the, and maybe the profile or whatever, but right. somebody had, I, oh, I posted the photo with the war I was talking about my weight loss. And, and I posted a photo of myself with sunglasses and my face and Somebody said, you, I don't know who the person was, but said, you look just like your father. Yeah. And nobody has said that in my entire life. Like, no one's ever said, like, yeah, you look just like Dan. Like, it just, because it's not true, because we don't. Yeah. My brother mm-hmm. looks more like my dad, and I look more like my mom. And so there's not really been that. And so it was just interesting for somebody who doesn't know me, who doesn't know my dad, and only has these two pictures to kind of draw from, mm-hmm. that they would say that. And in that, it didn't really... I, I, I felt a resistance. I wanted to be like, no, yeah, I don't. Yeah, no, I don't look definitely. like my dad. And so like that there's still some some desire to be to not really be that much associated with him. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess the, to, your, to answer your question is he's still there. He still finds his way into me, to my life in some way. And, I've, and I've, I, I think more than anything I think about, and I haven't looked at it since that day, but the photo my mom sent me when he was on his literal deathbed, the yeah. dead, the, the bed that he died on. And I can still kind of like that image is really strong in my mind. Cause mm-hmm. I mean, that is just like a, a twisted, distorted version of a man I knew who was like, like hours away from dying. Do you yeah. have to call it in or does it, does it just happen throughout the day when it happens? I think when I think whatever, whatever, you know, and it's so weird when somebody passes or even when people are alive, it's like the most random shit reminds you of, of people yes. or, or something you do. It reminds you of, of people. And I have so many 
I have a friend who every time I uh, hard boil an egg, I think of him. Like just these weird associations <laughs> yeah, you yeah, have definitely. with people. Right. Shout out to Avitza. Uh-huh. Uh, that's his name, Avitza. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I think that whatever draws my attention to him, now the image is of him dying. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. what you see more than anything yeah, else. Yeah, totally. Right. Yeah. Because I don't hold too many other memories of him. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and then just maybe like stylistically or like, you know, you start to, as you get older and like I said, kind of fall into your own dad style and yeah. stuff and be like, man, that was a dope swear sweat. <laughs> yeah. Or something like that. And you totally. wish that you still had him around or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> right. I think it's, it's still incredibly interesting to say the least um, that, and I, I'm, I totally feel like there's no way that you would have ever grown a mustache if you would have correlated it with your father to For begin sure. with. I think especially at that time, there might have been some might have been some mental re- resistance around that. Yeah. Like, no, oh, no. Oh, thanks for pointing that out. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Um, but that it would filter in while he's passing away and it would, like a thief in the night or something. Right, you for know? sure. Yes. It's Which almost is, like this is the ghost of Dennis McGee on my face. Oh, there's the name of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> I know. And it's also like, it's hilarious that I think that, that we're spending as much time on a mustache, but that we are physical, we are physical beings and we have things that become us and represent us and, and, and our people are reminded of us based on those types of things. So, yeah. Yeah. What's a, what was it like having your mom out here right afterwards? Um, it was good and it was good and bad in the sense that it was uh, challenging to have to host anybody for that length of time in your right. house. I think my mom and I, we haven't seen each other in, in several years in person and we've managed to stay in touch, you know, through phone calls and our phone calls are always awesome. They're always really light and funny and mm-hmm. we have like a rapport that's, that's, that's very um, humor based, which I always really appreciate and that she's always been the sounding board for me if, if need be. And, and so there's, there's that. And that I think kind of fell away a bit when she got here and that, that, that ability to have that kind of sounding board was, is, is there because there's that space. Yeah. And when you get here now, there's two people kind of conflicting and that there's like way too much. There's not that space anymore. And you're processing both. And I know, I know exactly. And that was like, that is, I mean, I had to, there were a couple moments that I wasn't really considering the fact that she just lost her husband of 48 years. Right. And because you're a son who just lost the dad for sure. And I'm, and I'm also a son who, or I'm also, um, independent of being a son. I'm also a, a person who's a father who's like independent, who's, who has his own life. And I'm not gonna, I'm not suddenly back down underneath right. the parents. I'm right. like, I'm equal. If anything, like we're, we're to get, we're, we're both human beings who are existing. And oh, there was a so, great place to be. So be there equal. was like, there was some resistance around, uh, or there was some, there, I was being firm. I was being much firmer than I usually am. Mm-hmm. And I think that that was difficult for my mom because I've never really needed to be firm. I've always mm-hmm. been the sunshine boy as I've been billed and dubbed in my mom's eyes and I've never been challenging. I've never been, um, uh, an issue. So for me to have to say like, no, like, you know, just be really firm. And there were a couple instances that, that, um, that had to be like, it was hard. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of hard to have to do that, but I, 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 I maintained my, what I was, what I was hoping to accomplish and mm-hmm. be, um, firm in, in my, my position. And, you know, at the end of it, we, we, it's still all love and that, that, Great. you know, there it is. And, um, it's just interesting because like, you know, how, when time passes, I think you, you 
don't necessarily stay parallel to somebody yep. if you ever even were. And right. so there's this, like, I might go out this way. You might go out this way. Maybe we cross paths in this viewpoint or whatever, but I think we're just, we're on completely different paths, you know? Well, you certainly, ch- I imagine just in these last few years, which have been integral to yeah. like structuring who you are now. For sure. That space that you've taken, you know, where you left off, you guys got each other, I imagine, mm-hmm. you know? And I think there's still most likely a thread of that to this day, but it's been sort of based on where you left things off and you have done plenty of introspection yes. since then. This last year has been certainly a magnum opus of yeah. <laughs> change, yeah. you know, yeah, for sure, you know, and so it's like working with all these dynamics, the me I used to be that related, the me I am now, the me who's now in this dynamic of being a parent, Mm -hmm. you know, all that is highly complex. Yes, for sure. For sure. And especially it's like the first couple weeks of processing. Yeah. And also it was the weekend that I was opening my shop. And so there was just the added pressure of newness and freshness. And there was a desire on my mom's end. I can imagine to, to want to participate in that, to want to, to want to play a role in that and also feel really proud of me. But also, you know, my mom has uh, thoughts and opinions, which are obviously completely fine, but there's, there were oftentimes where those were contrasting and conflicting with what I wanted. Yeah. And so oftentimes I think it would be just, um, I think the way that I would handle things, um, before, let's just say before 2021, because 2021 has been a life-changing year for me. Yeah, I, I, yeah. We got still got, a, what, another two months left of it, but I, I'm going to go at them on a limb and say this has been the best year of my life. Like, wow. Just from a from a growth, from a just a, a, a just a, an evolutionary perspective, this yeah. has been incredible. It's amazing to be able to say that in a year where your father passed and all these other changes have gone down and like and 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 it hasn't been easy. It's just for you been to say like, that when it hasn't I been just easy. I've, I've I think maybe just you bringing my dad up again this this kind of um uh of sailing analogy comes up of like yes, we were there was storms on these seas and yeah. and just to 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 get to go through and just a ripple of goosebumps just went down. Uh, me too. To get to have that experience and to still be on this boat and yeah. and it, you can look around and say, okay, well, we we got to patch up things, we got to fix the boat up, we we just you know all these fucking boat analogy here. But, um, <laughs> you yeah, find out who the fuck you are exactly. And I don't I don't like it. Wouldn't be to say um, to say the best year of my life was nothing but accomplishments and joy right. and and fulfillment and all these things, but. Within that, within the, those things I just listed, also heartbreak and pain yeah. and, and just the worst shit I've ever experienced yeah. in, in all of that. Like that to me is the best, is the full the full spectrum of, of life experience, yeah. not only the joy. Um, so it seemed like you were, you had this momentum built to be able to be at a position that you're in financially um, with and, and success and all that. And this year also you found, at least from my entry into your life and viewing it, it seems like you found the hollowness of that mm-hmm. still, the emptiness yes. around success. Yeah, I, I basically got to experience what it was to you know, in these kind of very earthly ways, and it's certainly around like a very capitalistic sure. uh, system, which I think you're kind of le- uh, alluding to, yes. is that that it I got to experience what it is to not feel burdened by that, and then to also realize that without that burden, there's a new burden. Yeah, that there is like right. Well, we, sure, we'll we'll take we. This is the I guess spirit speaking. Like, yeah. 
we'll take that off your plate. But now here you are, here you are left to your own devices. What are your own devices? Where, what are you into? What do you, all these like, yeah. I just wasn't, fa- I wasn't ready to face a lot of these questions. And out of that was born a store, which I feel really proud of. And it's kind of, you know, it's like, it's whatever, it's fine. But yeah. just this like place of, of, um, of unlimited opportunity. Yeah. And within that, like, I know that I'm not a person who's like, I know some people are just, well, I'll start this company and start like all these, like yeah. that, that that's actually motivating for them. Where to me, it was like, it was frightening. You it had was, this respect for it. For sure. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And right. so I don't, I still don't necessarily, I still wonder every day. And especially now with this journal of like being like basically somebody asking me this question every day, like what's going to make today great? Like what yeah. a big fucking question. I think that, you know, again, yes. just to, to say fi- the five minute journal, check it out. I'm going to like send a bunch of people at it for Christmas and stuff. Cause nice. just that question and, and, and on a daily basis, not like, you know, what are you hoping for this month? Just like just yeah. today, today, what's right. going to make today great. And yeah. sometimes I sit there like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, uh-huh. I, and, and, and to be forced to answer that is, is like, I love that accountability of, yeah. of, of, and, and also having that, that's you, like there, you're, you're being asked that question. It's mm-hmm. not up to somebody else. Well, well, I don't know if, if Steve fucking pays me my money back, then that, that'll make today. <laughs> no, no, t- this is you. You're, yeah. you're deciding what's going to make today. Great. You're, yeah. I, I'm, you're at a level By the where way, Steve, you better have that fucking <laughs> money for me. <laughs> um, you're at a point where, you're able to do the things that you want to do. And that has been this year, like convenience, I I imagine is at an all time high. Like want something there, you can make it appear. Shout out to Amazon. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Um, So, but in that year, you also, everything that we've discussed, you know, has, has occurred. And so you're really getting in touch with like, you know, that stuff isn't solving the problem. Having yeah. the, you know, it, as convenient as life can be mm-hmm. through that, it's not serving your soul. Yes. And like, there's something about the grind involved with like, um, most people's experience with trying to have some convenient life, the grind that's missing yours has been supplemented by all of this other stuff, which is making it a very complex. And I imagine rich experience that you're reflecting has been the best year of your life. Yes, for sure. And I think that I'm grateful. uh, I like, you know, again, I'm grateful for all these challenges and, and, and all of this suffering quote unquote, cause it's, it is, I think, I'm, I think I'm grateful that I don't, um, gravitate towards, um, in, in this, in this kind of example here, like, let's say that I'm a rich kid who's mm-hmm. got a trust fund, uh, which isn't true. If any of your locals are listening, <laughs> I think might believe that that's the case. I've earned all this myself. Coming. Five years ago at Whole Foods. That's right. Yeah. Um, but that, it, that it is that place that I often find myself in of saying like, God, I do feel like a kid who's like no one is there's been no mentorship or no one's really been like here are the steps you're going to take to get to this that i haven't um been haven't had the ability to really um uh, have foresight of like in 10 years i want this so starting today i'm going to work towards that there's not really been this this kind of psychic ability of of or not even psychic but this desire these hopes these these dreams and so every day is like it is that like well what's today what am i going to do and i guess i'm grateful for 
um, well, like I'll get a motorcycle and motorcycle be really fun and the mm-hmm. motorcycle ends up in the garage and I don't ride it or um, I'll get into drugs and like these things, kind of these, these kind of cliche things that happen to kids when they have too much money and yeah. they don't know what to do with it because there's no, yeah. um, there's nothing there. Yeah. <clears throat> so I'm grateful that I, you know, you're not looking out in the carport every day and there's like a new fucking toy <laughs> or the oil like spill. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so then it is just left with like, um, moments of, Oh my God, like, what am I, what am I doing? Yeah. What am I doing? And I guess w- what I maybe have in this, in this kind of broad example is that I have creativity is mm-hmm. that I, okay, well I'll sit and draw or I'll like, I'll write a little bit, which I want to, I want to find myself more into that kind of writing. Cause I, the only time, the only way writing has found its way into my life is cause you have, cause you're kind of subjected to like, well, I'll post the image I drew, but then you're also have this whole yeah. section here where they, you got to write something. Which a lot of people, I think. I think it's debatable, but I think a lot of people go to your stuff, not just for the art, but well, mainly for the caption. For sure. For sure. I you know, know. I know. Which has put another level of pressure on where like, <laughs> yeah, I, bet. I almost don't produce as much as I used to um, because I'm like, well, I got to fucking write something for mm-hmm. this now, which, which is not a, a horrible pressure, but it is that like I'm trying to find um, more uh, organic joy in writing where uh-huh. like I couldn't, I still am trying to like imagine myself just sitting down and like writing yeah. for writing's sake yeah. without having like, well, this is going to get attached to an image and right. put on the internet. And so, yeah, I'm kind of exploring that. And then I get reflections a lot that people enjoy my writing, which is like, what writing? I'm just, I had to put something in here. And then yeah. I'm also just like, I guess I might have something to say sometimes. It's a personality yeah. that I think a lot of people, they, well, the last guest that was on here was talking about his relationship with mm-hmm. following your stuff and then meeting you, uh-huh. you know, because he met you that day. And, his his reaction to meeting you was like you were saying hi and i'm you know you were seeing him as the guy with the van and he was like knows you very deeply right <laughs> right know? right right he knows you he's like i know who you are he said that on the podcast he's like i, I really know who you are darren in a lot of ways and like and, and you're just seeing me as this the guy who's just shown up with the van but you know and, and how odd that is but that he's he's uh he's he he's been he didn't know what to expect with who you were because mm-hmm your writings kind of leave an illusory they they're kind of you can't say Darren is this way right you know it's it it varies a lot you know you'll share something that's so like radiantly joyful and then another thing where you're calling out something that a lot of people are afraid to say yeah you know and another time where you're just like Hey, the end is coming. Act accordingly. You know, <laughs> right, right? Yeah. And it's like, who is this person? And then him having you basically in his home. Yeah. You know, yeah. In the rolling home. Um, and his his uh, his experience with that was sort of like he was just left with such joy meeting you and having you oh, be well, as that's kind good. as you were. Yeah, that and, makes yeah. me feel good because I because I now I'm having these experiences with you know, with the shop, which was, which wasn't necessarily by design, but is kind of a, you know, a side effect of having a place that people come visit is yeah. that I'm now meeting people. Like yep. we talked about before I even opened the shop was that I'm literally like sat behind a desk sent, you know, in the center of this room and people walk in yeah. and there's Darren on display. I mean, literally like, and you have no dis- idea what their relationship is to exactly. you. And, how and I never want to be presumptuous right. of like, Oh, you know, Oh, you must be a big fan. Come in. I, I approach not. everybody with like, you don't know me. You just stumbled 
down the block and yeah. you happened upon this shop. And no, so, that's what it looks like even when I watch you do that. Good, yeah. I mean, and I I let that kind of, I try to, um, and it's it's wild because I'm now having, uh, I'm exercising a part of me that hasn't been exercised in a long time due to obviously a pandemic, but also just even before that, I wasn't really that social and or I'd be very selective about who I'd be spending time with. And so now to like, every time I open up the shop on Saturdays at like 10.05 and, and I'm like, okay, there's like, you're good. Like people are coming in here to be kind that I have to kind of give myself this pep talk of like, yeah, you have no idea who's going to walk in here, but chances are it's going to be somebody who's going to be kind and supportive and everything like that. And so it's, it's a new, it's a new experience for me. And it always leaves me with a little bit of a rush and high at the end of the day. Like, wow, people went out of their way to come here and and say hello and give me their money. Yeah. Yeah. I I would imagine (laughs) if it was based on your comment section of what the attendees would be, Uh that there'd be at least one person there that comes in with a bag of shit to just throw <laughs> everywhere i mean it's so wild i mean i guess i'm getting kind of what people who like authors or, or artists in general that they when they have access to everybody that i'm that i'm still working on this idea of getting over the fact that not everybody agrees with me or is a fan of mine but still follows me like mm-hmm. still has yeah. that kind of perverse right. interest yep. in it and I'm not intending to be divisive or to be uh, salacious or controversial. No, it's not contrived in any way. Well, yeah, and, and I, I think oftentimes I'm like, well, God, what is this going to mean for everybody? And I had the other night I put up a uh, – I've been noticing where people are hiding their likes. And I, and it, I yeah. felt like – I was like, this sucks, man. Like, yep. I hate that we're doing this. And I want to, like, talk about it, but I also, like, want to be sensitive because I and, – and I – you know, that saying that about myself, like I want to be sensitive is like, then that's going to be me editing myself. And that means that I'm not actually speaking what I want to say. And then yeah. it's just like, it ruins the whole thing. Totally. So, you know, I try to approach it with humor, compassion, all the, all the kind of myriad of ways that I like to speak. And I did it and I put it up and then I left the phone downstairs and I went upstairs to bed and I was in bed for about an hour before I went to sleep. And I, the part of me was like, go downstairs right now and fucking delete that. Mm. Like, st- don't do this to people. Like, oh, yeah. don't, don't bring this up. Like, don't like <laughs> this voice. That's like, yeah, they're not ready for like whatever it is. And I, you're you know, unmasking I, something. Exactly. And I got over it. And the next morning when I woke up, I like, you know, I do kind of a quick cause I have daily and I do think I'm like, Oh, okay. And I'm all I'm doing is looking for the person who's going to be like, you fucking asshole or whatever. And I'm like, okay, that looks positive. And it was all just like people were like, have their own, you know, they, they it starts a conversation it yeah. starts an engagement, a, you know, kind of a, a situation that's was, is my intention. I want people to talk about it. I want people to think about it and stuff, but I'm still on this, like, uh, I'm afraid that I've just uh, pissed somebody off and that they're going to say something back to me. You're and going so, to. Yeah, I know. You're going to. And what I notice, and I'm just putting this together, the pattern is like you decided to create a public space, which is the shop, which is the wow house. Yeah. And it's a place where people can come for a couple hours once a week, mm-hmm. and which I want to ask how it evolved into now yeah. being an every weekend thing. But... um at the same time, it seems like simultaneously on your Instagram feed, you've turned it more into a community space as you've put yourself more out there. Yeah, I noticed, I noticed that too. Right? I noticed, yeah, and that wasn't by design. No, yeah. of course not. Yeah. None of this has been by design. <laughs> that's, really? That's one thing that you're, I mean, it's not by your own, you know, it's not conscious. Right, right, right. You know, yeah. at all. Yeah. And and if anything, it's, I, I loved hearing you mention spirit is talking and all mm-hmm. that, you know, that's, that's really great to hear that you have a relationship spirit with that Spirit is my word. homie. Yeah. <laughs> nice. But, you know, now it's turned into, hey, uh, tag your favorite yeah. business or creator, you know, yeah, for and sure. that was one thing. And then talking about another thing that you're seeing, that's a trend. Yeah. People are going to you 
and and they know what they're getting you know and and even when they they've gone in a little too far mm-hmm. or you've you know uh, triggered something within them which is such i mean it's just it's going to happen when you have yeah. as many followers as you have sure. you know it's going to happen but uh even then it seems like people aren't like now and you may have a different experience being on the other end of it but it doesn't seem like people are leaving you right maybe things are slowing down and what's and i, I want to ask you yeah about yeah this. so that's this like it's really interesting and, and it's and for the first kind of like when i when i had the realization or that some attention was brought to it i was like okay this is the end like i can cl- yeah. like if you know if i'm journaling like i can clearly write this like today today is the day that things are beginning to to end uh-huh. at least not like a final final thing but yeah that things are different and i think that that um what i was speaking to kind of more uh like poetically in the first post i put up about like being shadow banned which yeah uh there's been that somebody who works in marketing and and who reached out to me cold called me about um, doing some marketing for me he believes that I haven't been shadow banned. That that the 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 system has changed. Instagram has changed. Oh, where since the down since it went down, maybe. Yeah, even? I wonder yeah, if it was. It's around been that a, time. yeah. It's kind of been probably in process. Like who knows? Like like day where they're like, okay, they hit the change yeah, button on right. Instagram. It's like oh, I don't. Nobody knows how this shit works. But yeah, that there's been a shift in the platform where they are prioritizing reels, which I almost just forget that those even exist because oh, I yeah. don't go into that space. Reels and... Um, to compete with all the other... With TikTok, yeah. yeah. But basically, TikTok it's all and, just to compete with TikTok. Right. I, even, I don't even know if YouTube's doing thing. one, too. Oh, great. Okay, yeah. wonderful. Yeah, sweet. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so basically where what, how I got started, and most of us did, uh, is no longer relevant. Posting right. a photo, posting words that formula no longer relevant. It's yeah. all about you doing the, the whatever. And I've looked into it. I'm like, I just, I'm too old for this shit, man. I yeah. don't get this shit. Like, can I you tr- explain what shadow banning is for those who are just <laughs> Yeah, for sure. I mean, time? as much as I can, as much as I can. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's something that apparently Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, any social media network, um, denies actually doing. Mm. Um, so, uh, so there's not even that. So you're even just like, wait, do, did we make this up? Is like this our phone's a- listening to us. Exactly. We've <laughs> <laughs> yet to been proven yet. Um, although I'm starting to, uh, every day there's more <laughs> and more God. evidence towards Thank it. Thank God. Um, so in effect, they, um, they will limit your organic exposure to the community. And mm. so once you've been labeled a problem, on some yes, level. Yes, right, exactly. And so um so it, it, the the exposure, the organic exposure you would normally accrue, which is how I've built the following I have is like yeah. it's either through people um reposting my work, which is I think been really really significant, but I also think the explore page, which I never really gave that because it's again something I don't visit, so I never really think about um where somebody, you know, as you're like on the explore page, you want to find new shit. And yeah. my stuff, when it fills the square and is is compelling enough, people click it and they find it. And so that's organically finding me. And so within shadow banning, you they've taken you off the explore page. So you're no longer gonna get it discovered organically that way. Mm-hmm. Also, and I think you you can attest to it, it was the searching the name yeah. of it. Yeah. Where so if you were to type in R E A my real fun wow, if you start to type it in, it's a gonna come up pretty quickly. Yeah. It's a really funny because you actually if you type in R E A real Donald Trump comes up. It's like and <laughs> <laughs> Fucking asshole! <laughs> I had to do oh. it. <laughs> you were waiting for me to mention Donald Trump, and then that was gonna be. <laughs> oh 
Oh, look. God, uh, it was worth it. Uh, that was so great. Okay, yes. Real Donald that's, Trump. Well, did. that's the tingle everybody gets when that name gets mentioned. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So, uh, so, yeah. So, if you type in R-E-A-L, like, eventually, like, very quickly, Real Fun Wow will come up. That's no longer the case. Yeah. Like, you have to type in all of the letters of Real Fun Wow to find me. Yeah. So, that it was, like when you Google what shadow banning is and I, like I spent a couple of days where I was just like, I was paranoid. I was, I was worried. I was like, this yeah. is my livelihood that's right. being taken away. And, uh, it, it just, it freaked me out. And so then I'm like, how to remove shadow, ban? you know, you start to like, how to, how do I fix this? And, yeah. and there's, you know, there's no real answers. Cause it's not like Instagram's like, Oh, here's what you want to do to get back in good graces with us or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then it's just like, cause they, they wouldn't much- want you to know that that's even happening. That no. there's some punitive. Yeah, uh, exactly. And, and so bullshit. the two instances or three, but two and a half, uh, was the first post I put up, which is, it's wild that I've made it this far without triggering the community guidelines and being slapped on the wrist. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, did AI spot this? Did a, what are there employees that this and, or did I get reported? Cause yeah. there's people that don't like me. Like yeah. that's, that's clear. And so, yeah. you know, it doesn't take much to just go report, report, uh, whatever post report, like somebody, I, I get that. I get the level of, 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 uh, of animosity that you would feel to somebody just be like, fuck this dude, yeah. fuck this dude. And just do it to every time or whatever. Yeah. And so the first one I did was the one about death, which said everybody should try death at least once, mm-hmm. which, you know, I think we've talked about it. I still stand by it. I still yeah. think it's clever. It's like, you <laughs> you're know, it's, safe here to say it. <laughs> um, and so, you know, and, and as any artist that gets censored, yeah, you feel some sense of, of, um, I was pride's not the right word, but that like, oh, wow, I did something to upset the squares, to to upset the man. Yeah. Like, wow, this was it. And then for the most part, the audience is like, was rallying behind and saying like, how dare you Instagram and tagging Instagram, which is like who runs the Instagram Instagram account? Right. Like, you know. You think just, you're reporting to a person? I mean, do you? Don't I mean, know. I right. really have no idea. I'd love to like meet an Instagram employee who could like expose all these secrets. I'm surprised no one's come forward and yeah. expel or you know, exposed all this. But so that one got reported and it was the first time. And it's scary when you receive, like you basically receive like not a warrant, but like a, a yeah. notice. It's like yeah. your post has, has violated community guidelines and then they list why, and it was promoting self harm, which, you know, then I'm just like, Oh God, like that wasn't my intention. And no then way. you want to stand before a committee and say, Hey, listen, this isn't, there's nuance to this. And can yep. we talk about this? Which obviously you don't get a chance to do. And so what I do and in this kind of like petulant, and I think a lot of us do like when we get in trouble or something like we want to be like, uh, you want to kind of like get some support behind it. So I yeah. screen captured the, the, the violation and screen captured the post and then put it in my stories and was like, left it pretty simple. It was just like promote. I was like, this has been removed because it's promoting self-harm that got reported. And no. so like, did, does AI have an ability to like, like, it's just hard to believe yeah. or hard to understand how this is all happening. Yeah. And so that, and then that was like quick too. Yeah. Like, and so I, huh. I, I can't help but to think it's some snitches out there. Which yeah. Just makes the most sense to me. But so that got pulled. So already now I'm looking at two violations pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, and so those happened and I, you know, I compounding just compounding your anxiety. I yeah. Imagine. Well, no, I mean, at that point I was just like, Oh, that's funny. I'm, I can't believe it took this long to get one of these. I oh, kind of gotcha. say shit that I think are as, you know, is, could potentially violate these very broad community guidelines. It was early enough to not have momentum behind it yet. Yeah, like, totally. And I didn't, I didn't even think twice about it. It was just like, I never would have thought like, cause I mean, I felt, I've felt like, um, pretty 
um, invincible on Instagram. Aside yeah. from the fact that I've never been verified, which I'm always just like, why is that? Like, why is that? <laughs> so, so then, you know, you build this whole story of like, have they always been, have they been way, like they, like, and yeah. there's no they, like yeah. what, you know, it's just like, yeah, I could see, I don't, I've never really suffered paranoia too much in my life, aside from, you know, maybe smoking a little too much weed once right. in a while, but to really like your mind goes like it, it just considers everything. Yes. And I guess that's what paranoia is. And right. so, so those two incidents happened, and then it wasn't too much longer after that that I put up a post that said "Eat fungus for hell." Oh no, I I, I went back and and like kind of scrubbed out death and that post, and uh-huh. then put up the repost and right. was like, you know, like Did that pass. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. That stayed that stayed up, but then you get like. I just, I, I imagine some uptight employee, which yeah. I don't think is the case, but I can't help but imagine it of just like this motherfucker. He's just, he doesn't know what, you know, he's like, he's pushing it. He's pushing these, these, these boundaries here. Yeah. And so that stayed up. But within it, you know, I talked ill of Instagram of like, or maybe I did, I don't know, but everybody else is commenting and, and shooting, you know, like kind of shooting Instagram down. And so there's kind of this general feeling of like, how dare you Instagram? And is that like, I just have to know, is that like, take like there's a red light turn on in the right. Instagram office of like he's <laughs> yeah. up to it again yeah <laughs> and so that so I reposted that and then some time went by and I did the eat fungus for health and in that in the caption I wrote something about how like um but don't like don't tell the DEA because it's still a schedule whatever schedule one thing you know right kind of pointing out the the ridiculousness of yeah. the illegality of 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 mushrooms yeah and um, couldn't help yourself and, no. I lo- and I love you for it <laughs> <laughs> and so that got that got flagged and mm. that was for um the promotion of of hard drugs mm. or promotion of yeah of hard drugs and so i did the same thing again i scrubbed out fungus and rewrote and i was just like oh you know just like you're i'm placating to the to the man you know, right and like you know and being a, a smart ass with it instead of just like deleting it and, and going on and so i don't know if these like re these like repostings where like here are you happy now type thing if yeah. those are offensive to the to the grand cabal or whoever the fuck it is <laughs> and so then yeah so then i guess those those three instances added up and then you know, I don't know that like it's a singular moment where they just like hit the shadow ban, but all these things I don't understand. But I had been noticing for a while that my following had kind of flatlined other like flatlined or or kind of dipped into negatives. And it'll be like um, a 1500 for like a week. It'll be like 1500 follows, 1600 unfollows. Huh. And so that's a negative 100 loss. Right, and so that's right. 100 lot. And I'm like, man, it's and I like you can look at the graph. You can go back uh, 90 days on the graph. And it, if you look at it, it's like. And then on the day that I posted about losing weight on Noom, it went crashed like a bunch of followers. Wow. And, but other than that, it's just been this like kind of steady, like no real engagement. So I've just kind of all but stalled at whatever it is, three something or other. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, there it is. Like, I think I've amassed my following. Yeah. And even within that, that's like, there's a small percentage of people who actually, um, buy from me it's just like and you kind of start to go okay this this model is no longer really sustainable as yeah. far as like new engagement so that's obviously making me consider other ways to reach people which i which i've kind of even before all this have, have been pushing the idea of like building your newsletter like not relying on instagram yep. which is yep. a smart fucking thing to do yeah. and so i'm practicing what i preach and 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 also trying to let go of of it or, and also like we've talked about before of being slightly excited about like man if my account got canceled tomorrow right i, I might have to find a new job but i'm also 
freed from the burdens of this place yeah. that, that still upsets me. I want to make a graph that is like the days where I don't go on Instagram and happiness and sadness where like there's yeah. <laughs> knocking shit over here. <laughs> that it's it's a clear, it is so clear. And, and that's when you come into like, am I really that powerless mm. that, that I know that this place upsets me and I still visit it? It's yeah. such a strange thing. And I think we can all attest to to what it does to us. And somebody recently pointed out, um, and I, I, got, I didn't get a chance to read the whole post and I want to go back and find it, but there's another artist who kind of talks on this, like on this topic of how Instagram does, pulls these things and, and we're not privy to what their guidelines are or everything like that. But they pointed out that, that Instagram is really only interested in, um, in, uh, kind of a, um, like a uh, like uh, what's the word I'm looking for like when people fight like when there's when there's they want oh, right. divisive conflict they, yeah conflict yeah, yeah. They, yeah. They, they they somehow the algorithm can sense that like it's just, and it pushes it forward in yes. the faces of people who would have opposition yes right yes, to right, be right. able to yes, create more there's engagement activity. because yep. there's yes exactly totally. and do you I, I think we've talked about it before but do you know uh, fuck Jerry yes so fuck Jerry has Jerry news oh, and it's yeah. basically they just pull whatever the the most divisive headlines are through the day and uh-huh. so it'll be um anything for like the pandemic basically if like joe biden says we got to wear masks on our butts now whatever the yeah. fucking thing is yeah and it's just like all these headlines that you're just like this is gonna this comment stream is just gonna be like how oh, fucking dare you like yeah. all these things and 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 it and i've read i see it and i and i should know better i should just unfollow but i'm always just like wow this is this is this is what Instagram is. Yeah, this is the perfect embodiment. These dudes, they're all pieces of shit. Well, and your relationship over. with that in that moment yes. is exactly like the 100%, thing that you're 100%. you're tripping yeah. on. You know that it's like people are going, "Why is Darren doing this to me?" Right. And it's like the thing is in their hand. Yeah. That they have followed you, yes. and they're looking at it with their mm-hmm. own attention and not seeing. Like this is the embodiment of suffering. Yes, is what it looks like. Is holding the device in our hand, going, "Why is?" Is this being done to me? Yeah, yeah, you know, right, right. Do you remember the own? Ricky Gervais analogy? What was it, that? The, it, social media, getting upset at anything on social media. Oh, right. is like being down at the town square and seeing a flyer for free guitar lessons and saying, I don't want fucking yeah. guitar lessons. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, it is that, like, we, we, yes. And so, yeah. So, well, and also the fringe, conflict, yeah. Fringe, like, nuance is now fringe. Nuance is now fringe. Like having a nuanced conversation, mm. you're put into this fringe category. You, right. People immediately want to label you on one side or another. Yes, and for I've, sure. I've, I've experienced this on the liberal end of things. Oh, for sure. People who even, I thought were... even just as much. I mean, there yeah. is no, there is no, like I used to think um, as, as, and we, you and I have talked about this, just our limited um, understanding, participation, any real uh, attention around politics yes. where like we feel unburdened by the left, right, red, blue situation because we just don't take part in it. And, and I've always had this kind of uh, this idea that Democrats are good. Yeah. Republicans are bad. Right, like, right. wow, what an easy binary way to do that. Yeah. And I don't believe that anymore. Exactly. I don't believe that there's good or bad or in, e- in either that there's agendas heavily just, whatever it's going to take to get that and 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 that yeah, i never no... saw the indoctrination on the left side i never saw it until the yeah pandemic. right yes for sure you know? absolutely and absolutely. then it was like oh my god this is 
the same thing. You turn on yes. Don Lemon and it's basically like Bill O'Reilly. Yeah. And right. people would disagree with that because of the hatred side of this thing, but it's it's just very clever. Yes. But it's still a com it's commentary. People go like, Yeah, I wonder how a president could do that. You know, yeah. that like a news a person who's delivering in this format that we've all known mm-hmm. as being news. Yes. And they're saying, Well, no, it's not. It's an editorial or something. Yeah. Oh, right, know? I know. Well, because yeah, like they've been able to give you like let's give you the bare bones news, like yeah. literal facts, like 10 people have died in this car, whatever, this accident. But then there's, like you said, a guy who gets to have his own show yeah. and and continue to spout propaganda. Totally. And, and all that. And so we'll leave, that'll be the end of our po- politics yes. conversation. But, <laughs> Good. But no, but it is really interesting to finally get to a point of like, oh, like this kind of unmasking of like, and, and, and again, I think that's been helpful to never have identified with either, but yeah. certainly err on the side of like, I guess I'm a Democrat. Right. Like, I don't really know the ins and outs of this, yeah. but that feels right because yeah. that's, you know, like that. But now it's just like, I mean, I even less identify with anything, yeah. which, you know, like we spoke earlier, I'm a Buddhist, so yeah, I, it's I have identification. Never been a better time to be one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sorry, Buddha, 2,500 yeah. years ago was not the best time to be you uh, buddha was a centrist <laughs> um and oh so my God, he's like the ron uh ron swanson buddha's <laughs> ron swanson of so it basically where that leaves me now is um accepting the fact that instagram may very well be out for me mm-hmm. and i had this day where i was like uh I opened up the reels app or the mm-hmm. reels section and I'm like, I'm video. And I, I, I was like actually embarrassed. I was like, God, I hope they don't hear me over here. I did like <laughs> 10 takes of this, <laughs> me trying to like talk about how I'm from the old school generation when we posted a photo and that was fine and that yeah. was good. And I just was like, I guess it's all about reels now. And I just like, I can't even imagine having to be on that level of performative of like making that engaging enough. And the little, I, the, this guy who's, like I said, reached out to me about marketing. He was just like, yeah, maybe you want to start like posting reels of like you doing your, your process and all. And I'm just like, I was just immediately exhausted by the fact that like, I have to deliver extra content on top of what I'm already delivering, which is a completed product, which is like my expression. No, we want to see you do your expression and, and, you know, maybe throw a little, he didn't say this, but throw a little dance in there. And like, you know, (laughs) just that's what, that's what reels is to me. You know, know, like, it's just like, what the, yeah, what the fuck? Like I just, it's, I feel old and Mm -hmm. I'm okay with that. I don't like, I don't feel like embarrassed by that. I'm like, this just isn't for me anymore. And so, it does even me- Anthony Hopkins is making reels. Yes, I've seen him dance and play oh fucking piano. God. <laughs> well, yeah, I feel like when you, yeah, the older generation is like getting a chance to uh, express themselves in a way that yeah. they didn't do when they That's were younger true. and get to tap into that thick, throbbing vein of vanity that, right. that we, they never got to. Like, That's true. This idea of being able to, what, I can just show you a photo of myself and right. like just get to like be vain. And, you know, the, and the generations before didn't get an opportunity to do that. Right. Now they do. And yeah. that whole thing, of of wanting to be sort of a center of attention or, or being an actor as it's been said like people become actors so that they can be noticed but then they get there and they're immediately dodging they have to dodge the notice right right you know, yeah yeah they, they can't live their lives and it's this like ouroboros you know it's yeah. just snake eating its own tail um yeah that, that's i mean that's insane and i don't think that that um uh, well i know that youtube there's a gravitation towards it. Mm-hmm. Uh, for a week, there there was this podcast that my son listened started listening to. It was a brand new podcast, and it was by these two gamers. Mm-hmm. 
who are teenagers and they've uh they're a part of this whole do you know this mr beast guy Mm-mm. no i think yeah. it may be because it's a tiger yeah right right so he's he's just a, a really big youtuber who gives away lots of money but it's kind of it's in this weird way where like he does it but it doesn't feel like it's it's caring it feels like it's for entertainment but uh-huh. he, and and i'm and i'm sure it is but and and the guy's doing a lot of good in the world also like cleaning up the ocean and all kinds of shit but but these gamers started a podcast and it knocked Joe's out of the first place thing on Spotify. It became the number uh-huh. one podcast. These two guys just clunkily figuring something out are more popular, or at least that week were more popular than Joe Rogan's podcast, Yeah, which says a lot about this emerging sort of, you know, uh, a gravitation towards YouTube or reels. Mm-hmm. It's like, there's this new thing that's rising that, I mean, these guys are making music to these gamers yeah, and their songs will be at the number one thing. They'll knock off like, you know, um, uh, legit artists, yeah. you know? Um, so there's this, this, this new thrust of things that we're just not understanding or wanting to be a part of that. I, I'm also at this place right now where, you know, I think people want to see more of what's going on. Like I, I'm, I haven't been doing much on Instagram mm-hmm. lately. I've just been posting a picture when there's a podcast and, and I have more followers than I've ever had. And I feel like I've kind of maintained a number, but there's this push from people saying like, you got to do a YouTube thing. Yeah. And like the idea of doing it feels contrived. I guess like it's finding a, your voice in it, yeah. you know, of like, how would this work to where I'm still remaining authentic Yeah, and not like most of the stuff that I see, which feels like it's, I'm on. And then yeah. like you turn off the thing and oh, now I yeah, can be myself. For sure. you well, know? it seems like the, the, just the things you mentioned, the Mr. Beast and, and these other guys, like I can't imagine that there's any real, and I may be totally wrong. And, and that's, you know, like the people who can speculate on this stuff and the reasons they're successful is because they're invest because they have this kind of speculative ability to yeah. see, to see the, the long game and all this. But it feels like to me that all these things are, we're much more interested culturally in uh, very flash in the pan type things. I'm yeah. just like, wow, that, you know, you're grabbing people's attention. You have it for a second and then, you know, you fade, you crash and you need the next hit. And it's just yeah. these like, there's no, there's no, like, there's no sustain. Well, the, first of all, it doesn't feel like there's any real sustained attention yeah. long enough to really like, we've been, I, I've been fought. Like, I'd be curious to see what Tiger, you know, in, in, when he's an adult, like what he'll look back at and, and f- look back at fondly as like, Oh, there was that, that was time substantial. Like, yeah, for yeah. sure. And yeah. I feel like it's just, um, do you have you heard of the term micro trend? No, there's a idea. I think it's mainly in fashion, but that these things are like, you know, the way that we have, there's a, um, used to be uh four C for fashion used to be four seasons. Mm-hmm. I can name the four seasons if you'd like <laughs> use your imagination, but now there's uh 52 seasons. So mm. there's like one season a week. And so like within that are micro trends. And so like, Oh, we're all wearing pink, whatever oh, snap bracelets next fuck. week. We're not, we're not doing that anymore. We're right. So you need to stay on top of this shit. Right. And it is that like, if you're left, behind you get made fun of you're you're like not hip anymore and so yeah. this level of exhaustion and 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 this uh from from a creator standpoint of like you're not you got to keep producing no i need reels i need tiktoks i need all this like this thing where i i feel like it's a and i don't know if this is true but to me it feels like the testament to why like the movie industry is dying because yeah. who wants to go sit in a, a dark theater for two are you kidding me two hours like yeah. a child or a kid sitting there with that attention yeah of that that we want no. I want more, faster, and and quicker, and and yeah. more of that. And so I heard I Quentin like Tarantino the, the, like last week, 
I, I feel like, yeah, it was last week, um, give a description of why people should still go to the theater. Mm-hmm. And it was really great. And it probably won't appeal to many people. Yeah. Or, you know, maybe half of the people will think twice like I did. And, you know, he said, when you when you go to the theater, you're, you're creating an experience. You have to drive there. Mm-hmm. You... You know, you have to, I'm, I'm naming all the lame things. You have to find parking, <laughs> <laughs> but like, well, so, yeah, we've talked about my, it's a ritual for yeah, me. It's the a ritual. whole thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and so, and then you go and then you, afterwards you, maybe you're gone with a friend and mm-hmm. you talk to them, but it's this you go whole by yourself thing. like me and you right. talk to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. But, but yeah. you know, go and create an experience. Well, yeah. And you've all the things you named there, which, you know, that wouldn't like on the outside wouldn't appeal to people yeah. is the case is like, yeah. what do you mean? I just stay in my house and right. I get everything I need right there. Yeah. And so I, we, sound like a bunch of bo- we sound like a bunch of boomers right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, just the people that see that there's something to engaging in this world. Yeah. There's something to, I enjoy going from here to my car, yeah. driving uh, on the drive there, listening yeah. to something like sure. engaging in my world. Well, cause I, I think don't that, lose that. What you, we've, we've lived in it. We got to live in a world where that there wasn't another option to that. of just like, do you want to drive to the theater tonight? No, let's just stay home and pay VOD it, video on demand it. Yeah. There was like, no, we go to things, we do things. And, and within that, you find pleasure in the process and in, in leading up to that and the, the post uh, process and all these things that it was an experience. And like even just getting to experience life free of what we've put into this black rectangle is there's a lot of downtime in that. And even just like this simple act of like leaving my phone downstairs, charging upstairs and being like, there isn't this instant gratification of when I have a thought that I get to connect it to something and potentially purchase something and then get that, you know, that serotonin hit or, or like look at how many likes I've had or all these ways that it's just like everything's been funneled into this experience in the black rectangle where oftentimes you're just left with this kind of broader sense of experience of like, wow, there's just really not instant gratification or gratification in general for the most for the most part yeah. you're just kind of going about your life and you just see like old people who just walk down the street or just like in an experience and and i think that there's a lot of um i'm going to make up a word but mun mundanuity uh-huh. to it. <laughs> yeah nice. there's that's life yeah. there's like light there's a lot of spaciousness in life right and i think that that we've 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 been able to we the people who who run the attention economy have been able to exploit that because you're yeah. like literally standing in line at the grocery store used to be standing in line at the grocery store. Now it's, you don't have to do that anymore. You yeah. can, I mean, literally you can just have groceries brought to your house, but yeah. if you have to stand in line, put, pull your fucking phone out, do right. a little flicky flick. Everybody tappy-tap. does. Yeah. 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 It's true. So many people. And, and, and I always want to like, and this sounds really lame, but I always want to like go up and just hug that person and go like, hey, just go up behind them yeah. and just <laughs> hug them. Oh, fuck. Or just like connect with them in that moment because it's like the avoidance of life. Life is now trying to fit itself into your screen time. Yeah. Life's trying to fit itself into yeah. your fucking, like your time, uh, looking things up or whatever mm-hmm. it may be. And we are a generation. You mentioned something earlier about how influential podcasts have been. And I, and I feel like our particular generation are a generation of, of, and I'll speak just for men that have been mentored through podcasts. Yeah, for sure. You know, that's been our primary source of mentorship. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of cool. Trade that, by day, Joe Rogan podcast by night. <laughs> right. And it's kind of cool that you and I, um, you know, that that's been the case for us. And yeah. then we created our own. Mm-hmm. And then it sort of ended up being a resource also for people to, and people are listening now for a second time. I hear Good. about it. Yeah. Often. Yeah. 
you know, squeeze and, as much juice out of that as you can. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I so, think, yeah, that's also, you know, and that, that I'm gl- grateful that, 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 um, avenue, that medium has become what it has. And I do think it's a response to the fact that, uh, there's a generation kind of in the middle here of, of millennials and, uh, G- Gen Z. Is that what you yeah, mean? Yeah, I am. No, I'm actually Gen, Gen X. I'm, I'm oh, in okay. the window. Yeah, yeah. So that in that place where we feel like, what is our time as 30, 40 year olds? Like, mm-hmm. what are we identifying with? And I think it's amazing that podcasts came up and that it allows us to be engaged auditorily, but still like there's people that, you know, obviously like our craftsmen or, or like woodworkers or ceramicists and, and they get to be engaged mentally and conversationally, but still do what they're doing and not yeah. be just like a screen in front of their face. And like yeah. the screen is deciding right. what you're doing and that you're just like kind of like in Soma and like brave new world. You're just like, Oh, just like inundated with information. And so yeah. that, that, that medium, I mean, this medium that we're speaking on right now, I think is, is hugely important and I'm so grateful for it. Yeah. And here's something really interesting. I just did a consult with someone in Minnesota who, who uh, said that they found uh, they found mystical cynical and actually found real fun. Wow. Through the waking up app. No shit. That's yeah. inc- fucking incredible. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. They, so they were meditating for like a year with the app and then they liked a lot of the art that was associated mm-hmm. with it. So they wrote the waking up app. No way. And, yeah. And, and, they said, uh, you know, can I get some more information on the yeah, artist? And actually, and, they, and I don't know if this was correlative, but the woman who was my my touch point for that, and she's she's so sweet, and she she was like, we're actually gonna be, within the app, we're gonna like under the photo, we'll say made by Real Fun Wow, oh, and great. so maybe they found that they were getting enough inquir- inquiries, yeah, and just like, well, let's just put the dude's fucking name on right, there. yeah, yeah, or sometimes it only takes one inquiry to yeah, get through yeah. to, to make that change, but so this person. Uh, and then went to your page mm-hmm. and started following that and then saw that you had a, that we had a podcast yeah. and, and so started listening to that. And this person now is like listening to it really slowly, mm-hmm. you know, which I think is really great also. Like they, they still haven't gotten to the end yeah. where we die. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I thought it was a really cool thing to have an entry through that. It's one of the more unique stories I'd heard about. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. I mean, I think it's incredible that that uh, maintains as a space. And again, I think that like the long and, and I hate that fucking Rogan comes up, but also like I am grateful for Joe Rogan. Me too. The, you know, his influence on this space and that who would have thought actually in this time that yeah. like, cause I had waned my listening to yes. Joe had waned. Yeah. I was kind of, and when he moved to Austin, it was sort of like, you know, he was trying to adjust and there's the big yeah. neon banner yeah. and, I, yeah. I, and I didn't know what to think of it. And, you know, and, and it felt like maybe he's going into some stratosphere yeah. that I, I'm, I may not go with. And then throughout the last year, it's, it's been an incredible resource of that nuance conversation. For sure. Well, cause he's presenting, uh, opinions that I, that I've, how often, and I think this is often his point is like, how often do you actually engage with, uh, viewpoints that you don't that that you yeah. step out of your thought bubble right and like i just am, and and I, I just kind of on back on like kind of long form stuff which he's always kind of been at the head of like you know three hour podcast of yeah. like you have to do that you have to get into a conversation that long in order yeah. to like really sink into something and that that um i'm just now finishing up the episode with ben shapiro who i've known nothing about i've only ever heard from the left of just like this guy's the worst and I'm like yeah. oh, why like you know not enough to really care yeah. but then to listen and be like oh my god I, these are viewpoints that that I'm like oh, 
is it, are you allowed to say this stuff? Right. It's really right. controversial that right. you're saying people should stand up, you know, or should take accountability for themselves in like all these ways that I'm like, but I thought we're, we're not supposed to talk about like, and I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing that it's actually like engaging. And whether I disagree with it or ag- agree with it, you have right. to hear these things. Totally, you have to man. hear these things. Totally. Yeah. And yeah. It, yeah, that show is, is, I think it's like the number one spot for that, you know? Um, so the wow house evolution. Yeah. So how did it go from just this? It looked like it was just going to be a targeted run of a certain amount of. No, it was always going to be a sto- every a weekend. Store. Uh, yeah, I hadn't really quite figured out what the hours are going to be, but it was going to be have some sort of regularity to it. And mm-hmm. ultimately, it turned out to be Saturdays from ten to noon because that fits in with the schedule of parenting. I have Saturday mornings to myself till noon. Perfect. And so I get to have my <clears throat> morning routine, and then go over there by ten and and be there till noon and close up shop. And so. It just like people have been asking me a lot about it recently, like how's it going, and I I I'd say I say well, I say it's going the direction that I wanted it to, the level of intention, the level of commitment, and I laugh at myself, and I think it's a part, part kind of part of my like appeal of my like I do what I want to do on my own terms of like that's when it's open, and somebody recently was like yeah every Saturday at nine thirty I'm like I'm gonna go there, and then by eleven forty five I'm like ah, I guess I'll go next week, <laughs> and I'm like that's great yeah you either catch me or you don't, and there's yeah. there's the opportunity on the on the wow how uh, Instagram, you can book an appointment so you can come whenever you want, or, you know, obviously within the, the times that are allotted. Yeah. And so it's just like, it is what it is. And, and I just, I couldn't imagine having to put any more into it or rely on it or be like, this needs to work or else something terrible. And so it's just been like a nice kind of like during that really the deep, the depth of my existential crisis of like, I need to do fucking something with my time. It allowed me to curate a beautiful space that I feel really proud of, but, but, but is just like, it's fine, whatever it is. And I also think that kind of even considering it now, I do things in a way that allow me to not really fail. And Mm. so if I was to say, the wow house is open Monday through Saturday from whatever, nine to five. And I'm sat in there at my desk from nine to five and one person comes in the week that feels like a failure. Uh And so to just be like 10 to noon, give it, give it, tighten up the funnel of, of, uh, potential for loss into this space where it's just like, it, it also, you know, it motivates people to be like, well, this is the only time it's open. I'm going to come instead of, you know, 40 hours being open 40 hours a week and be like, yeah, "Yeah, maybe someone pops in. So I love that you safeguarded it. Yeah. And you found a way to, to, like you said, you know, you, you found a way to do things that work for you. And just play it safe while mm-hmm. still taking risks. It's a For very sure. nuanced position, actually. Well, thank and you very I, much. I guess the word of the day is nuanced. <laughs> yes. Yeah, this was Sesame Street. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just like I just don't ever want to be burdened. Mm-hmm. Period. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Yeah. It's been so great sitting with you. I appreciate yeah, you coming for over. Sure. I know. And I want to just talk all day. And, and I think that would be uh, something we, you and I could do. It's, yeah. Uh, it's, there's been evidence as such. I um, want to do this again soon. Perfect. Is yeah. that cool? I'd like to have you it as is, a regular guest. It is and, cool. And it's just easy to just set up because you can just walk next door and you don't have to do anything Well, we've else. just done the flippy floppy yeah. where now <laughs> you are responsible for it, which I think is like, you know, was part of it was... Uh, not that we have to go into the death of the show, but yeah. that there's a, that it does speak to what we were just talking about. Like, I just don't want to be, re- I just don't want to be responsible for anything exactly. right now. But I know that this is still a medium that I really, really enjoy. Mm-hmm. I feel like we always have good conversations and that um, there's, I don't know. It's, it's also weird to be like, this is important, mm-hmm. but um, 
It feels know. that way. Yeah, I guess. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. at least in our lives. For sure. Yeah, and exactly. whatever right, else right, right. comes yeah. great. But I mean, it, it's really important to have these conversations with you. We've, you know, the the preordained implications of our uh, becoming friends and having going through this whole thing that we just went yeah. through, being on the other side of that, having it enrich our positions and mm-hmm. having conversations still like this flow. It's just very uh, extraordinary. Yeah, for sure. And I think that now it like uh, in, in kind of in reference to like, at least me personally, this year that I'm going through and, and, and what's going on in the world right now, I think that there's, there are conversations to be had yes. that, you know, you kind of posited this with like, Hey, you want to come over and talk about the shadow banning and, and the wow house. And I was just like, do I really? And like, you know, cause I, I'm like, well, is that really interesting to anybody? But, but within that, there's just like, let's just find a couple of seedlings yep. and that there's so much nuance to, of, of just, or depth of things to talk about Definitely. Right nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie's jamming the buttons over there. <laughs> oh, shit. Jamming uh, the buttons. Jamming. Uh, yeah, no, let's do this again. I like that we've found, we're finding a way to be able to do this. I, I really enjoy the conversations. I'll invite you over again soon. Cool. And uh, and thank you for sharing everything you did so openly, as always. Yeah, I'm here. Open book, baby. And thank you for being my friend. Yeah, thanks for being my friend. And so 10 to 12 Pacific <laughs> yes. on Saturdays, you got That's, the Wow House. Oh, it's so weird to be plugging the <laughs> fucking store. Yeah, the Wow House. Uh, and, and then you got a new thing coming in yes, January. I do, yeah. So I've, uh, I'll try and keep it brief, but um, I've kind of not come to the end of real fun wow but certainly have really mined and excavated the well that is or the mine that is that space and so when i've been sitting at my computer or tablet and being like i think i don't have anything left in this in this voice or in this style mm-hmm. i discovered a new way of creating a new look and when i did that it was very accidental i just kind of got this new um, kind of like situation in Photoshop where I can kind of like give a look to it. Uh, and I started kind of just dragging shapes into there and I was like, Oh my God, this looks like what I experienced in my psychedelic space. Wow. And I've never been able to <clears throat> even come close to that. And I've really rarely even attempted that. Cause I'm like, this is just going to look shitty. Yeah. And so when I did that, I go, Oh fuck, this just gave me a new feeling. And it's, it's easy for me because it is just arrangement of shapes, mm-hmm. which is like in essence design, which is, a, is I feel like, <clears throat> excuse me, something I still really enjoy, mm-hmm. but it gives it a whole new feel, a whole new mood, a whole new vibe. And so I've created a kind of a, a way to separate myself from real fun while a little bit. <clears throat> Good Lord. Your voice is getting lo-fi. <laughs> it's got a gravel to it, doesn't it? <clears throat> so at Darren at Darren Thomas McGee uh, is now kind of an offshoot, which is just like, oh, I'm going to manage another fucking Instagram account. Well, you'll do it or you won't. I'll do it or I won't. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so within that, and, and when we come back, when the next time you and I talk, we can talk about, what a greater uh, motivation is. So I'll leave. I'll leave it lingering oh, in there. And it's very controversial. Is it? Yeah, it's very controversial. Lovely. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> yeah, I look forward. Yeah. To it. I won't even ask you about it when the mics go off. Okay, we'll save it. Um, perfect. And um, how do we end this thing? Oh yeah, that's right. I love you. I love you. I love you.